I speak to you in the name of the risen Christ. Amen. In 1997, I had the incredible opportunity of traveling to Israel. I spent about three and a half weeks walking throughout the land. And on the night before I was to fly home, I walked along the shore of the Sea of Galilee as the sun was setting. There were very tall grasses where I was walking, taller than I am, blowing gently in the breeze. And as I was walking through that tall grass, I wanted so much just to see him. You know, when you go to Israel, you go to all these places where Jesus was, but the only thing that actually is there that was there when Jesus was there are rocks. So you end up touching a lot of rocks. But I just longed to have him walk beside me. And I thought to myself, I wish I could see him. Maybe, maybe he is walking with me, but I just can't see. Maybe it's me whose eyes just don't know how to be opened enough, whose heart just doesn't know how to be open enough to see him. The village of Emmaus is seven miles from Jerusalem which means that an average able-bodied person could walk for about two and a half hours and walk from Jerusalem to Emmaus. And I think that these two disciples just really needed to get out of Dodge. So much had happened to them. It was overwhelming. They had walked beside Jesus for three full years, expecting that Jesus would lead them in some kind of victory as their Messiah. But then everything had unraveled so quickly. From the Garden of Gethsemane, when they couldn't keep their eyes open, to when the soldiers took him and they were scared. They were so scared that they ran away. I don't know about you, but... I would have been so disappointed in myself. After having followed my teacher for three years to chicken out and hide when things got rough. And then, worse, to hear about his brutal death. I don't know if I could live with myself And then to make matters more confusing, they had these women that, were, that came to them 
telling them stories about empty tombs and seeing angels, and that the angels said Jesus was alive. I don't know about you, but when I get overwhelmed, I like to go for a walk to just think and process, maybe with a friend to talk. And I think that's what happened. They just wanted to hash it out. So they started walking and talking intensely to one another. I can't believe this has happened. Did we do the wrong thing? Why did we run? I can't believe he died like that. And they were so absorbed in their processing that they didn't notice when this stranger starts walking along beside them. Until he asks them, what are you talking about so intensely? And the scripture says very specifically that the two disciples stop dead in their tracks. They stop walking. And they go, are you kidding? Where have you been? Have you been hiding under a rock? What do you mean what's happened? Haven't you heard? And then they spill out the whole story as if they've been waiting. You know, when you ask someone how they're doing and all of a sudden, blah! All of a sudden, they're just pouring out the whole thing. And they tell it all. And when they're done, the stranger has the weirdest reaction. You're fools, he says. You're idiots. You're missing everything. You think that everything's falling apart, that everything's a disaster. Haven't you been reading the Bible? Don't you know that things are supposed to be a mess? That the Messiah is supposed to suffer and die and rise again. And he starts doing a Bible study with them on the road. They start talking and he takes them through the scripture, talking about the fall of Adam and Eve and the Exodus, talking about the prophet Isaiah and Ezekiel, Zechariah. He says, don't you know that the Messiah is going to suffer? Isn't all of this, all of this part of the story? You're slow of heart, he says. You're slow of heart. Open your hearts to understand this. When they get to Emmaus, he continues to walk on. And they don't want him to leave. And they say, please, come stay with us. Look, the sun is setting. It's going to be nighttime soon. Come and stay with us. Let's keep talking. It was the custom in Jewish households for the guest to say the barakah, the thanksgiving in Hebrew, over the bread. 
the guest breaks the bread and says, Blessed are you, Lord God, King of the universe, for you bring forth bread from the earth. And there was something about that moment. The disciples' hearts were opened and their eyes were opened and they saw who it really was. They saw him. They recognized the risen Christ. And then he was gone. There is something holy about sitting down to eat with people that you love. Psychologists tell us that when you're raising children, sitting down and eating dinner together regularly has a huge impact on their psychological well-being. And no one knows exactly why, except that when we eat together and look at one another and speak, God is there. And God was there and they saw him. The disciples are so overwhelmed that they jump up and they walk or run all the way back the seven miles in the dark from Emmaus back to Jerusalem that night just so that they can tell everyone else what has happened. And they say over and over again, they talk about their hearts. Their hearts were burning while he was talking to them about the scriptures. Did you notice how your heart was burning? My heart was burning too. Which tells us something, my friends, that the recognition of God, the ability to see Christ, doesn't have to do with our intellects. It doesn't have to do with what we understand, with our opinions. It has something to do with our hearts, with the way that we're able to love. Jesus says that they were slow of heart. They were afraid. They couldn't see him because they were afraid. Are you afraid? I'm afraid a lot of the time. I'm afraid of what's happening to this world. I'm afraid of technology, of AI and chat GPT. I'm afraid of war. I'm afraid of what we're doing to the natural world. I'm afraid of crime. And it seems sometimes like everything is just falling apart. And I can't fix it. But Jesus is saying to the disciples on that walk, Hey, don't you know that things are supposed to get bad before they get good? Don't you know the story? Can't you open your heart to me and stop running away out of fear? Open your hearts. Trust me. 
I've got this. I've got this. That's what faith really is, I think. Not some kind of knowledge we possess, but that trust that that in the end, it's not up to us. And that no matter how bad things seem, we haven't yet come to the end of the story. And if we're open, and if we open our hearts, we might just see glimpses of God all around us. But we will not see if we're always running around in fear. We will not see if our hearts are slowed down by worry and stress and busyness. Open your hearts and minds, says the risen Christ. I walk beside you. I break bread with you. Trust me. I got this. Amen.